It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. One for three. One for three or yeah, one and that's two? That's what I meant. One for three. Oh, one for three. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> USC, baby. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 720 of Locked On Raptors for Thursday, May the 28th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com and uh, Basketball, a new basketball podcast with myself and Katie Heindel that you should definitely check out. We also have a Patreon page if you want to check that out too, patreon.com slash basketball with two H's. Uh, this episode and every episode of the Lockdown Raptors and episode across the Lockdown Podcast Network for the month of May is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com slash lockdown. You're going to get 10% off your order and all week long they have a special offer as well with 5% off in addition to that 10% off. Excuse me, $10 off, $5 off. Not talking percents. We're talking dollars. That's much higher percent than 5 and 10. So go to BuiltBar.com. We'll talk more about them later. Uh, all right. On today's show, we are doing a little mailbag. It's been a while. We have the Zoom call fired up with the pals. It's uh, Vivek Jacob and Katie Heidel. Vivek, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, like I was just telling you guys earlier, uh, been able to play a little bit of tennis. My friend's condo opened up the tennis court, so uh, it's a nice, safe, physically distant sport that we can play. And so that's just been nice to add to the physical activities because I don't find walking and running very appealing. So there's only so much of that I can do. Um, so yeah, this is this has been a nice little relief. Even got some tennis in today before the rain came down. So that has been a nice. Uh, added bonus to this quarantine but other than that doing well that's awesome katie how are you i'm good my my newest update is is directly opposite uh from abex i got a new chair (laughs) just just didn't uh a really nice like it looks kind of like a knockoff eames recliner it's not because i'm not you know i'm not at that level of bouge um Mm -hmm. but 
yeah, it's really comfortable and I'm, I'm looking forward to, well, I'm looking forward to doing the podcast, but then I'm looking forward to going to read in the chair. Ooh. I haven't sat in it yet fully. It's oh, got is, a little, like, like, is it a brand Ottoman. new edition today? Yeah, Dylan built it yesterday. Ooh, that's yeah. great. That's exciting. I love a new chair. We got new couches just before all the stuff hit. We we got like a new couch, a new TV, and then right at the last minute, a switch right before everything hit. And so uh, we really planned out our becoming adults <laughs> and getting rid of our 32-inch TV and our shitty basement couches. Uh, so <laughs> I support your purchase of a new chair. And now you uh, got a new haircut. I yeah, did get a new, haircut. a new haircut. Alana did a great job <laughs> with my haircut. Uh, yeah. yeah, she it, did. It, there was a really fun uh, photo, if you go and look, there, of ha- halfway done where I looked like uh, Lloyd Christmas, but uh, decided you not to You should have left it look. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Uh, Alana was, that was the point where Alana was really freaked out by the trimmer uh, and the clippers and the scissors, and uh, she was kind of at a point where she was considering quitting. I'm glad she didn't, um, but it would have been fun. Had that not happened, uh, we got to wish you quit halfway. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really fun. Quitting halfway is the Sean Woodley way, so I'm surprised we didn't do that. Uh, all right, let's get into today's show. We have a bunch of mailbag questions that came in from the lovely listeners, so big thanks to uh, all of you for sending those in. A couple of them will take a longer time with than others. Uh, let's start the, with this question here. Hmm. This one comes from Scotty Trippin at Trillimo Pena, my favorite Twitter handle in the entire world. The first anniversary of game six of the finals is a few weeks away. What's the appropriate way to celebrate? Uh, Katie, let's start with you. How are you going to celebrate the first year anniversary of the Raptors winning the title? I could celebrate the way that I did the night of, which was kind of wander aimlessly around for a while at night um, <laughs> in the empty-ish emptiest streets of the East End with like a bottle of uh, champagne. Um, but probably there won't be cars the closer you get to the epicenter mm-hmm. with like people hanging out at them, people leaning on their horns, people like in the streets. So um, maybe the first part, <laughs> just like uh, relax in my new chair. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good way to do it. <laughs> with some sparkling wine. No, I don't know. I have been thinking about that though. I did weirdly think about that this morning. Just like, has it been a year yet? And knowing that it almost has been, um, I'll probably just reflect fondly, fondly on how scared I was that day. Why were you scared that day? Weren't you nervous? Uh, only for like selfish book related reasons, not. I thought they were going to win game six. Shameless plug. Well, no. So, like, when we were at – I was at Hurricanes, the best bar in the world, um, watching game six with a bunch of friends. And, like, the last thing that had to be done for the book was, like, a finals MVP blurb. And I pre-wrote a Kawhi one where I just had to plug in a couple stats because I figured he was going to win it. And then when Fred started banging threes in the fourth quarter, I got scared that I was going to have to rewrite it while uh, many, many pitchers deep because you know you have to be at the bar at like 5 o'clock to get your seat for a 9 o'clock game during the finals, apparently. Um, And so I was pretty concerned about that. And then when he didn't win MVP, poor Fred, I uh, had relief. But no, I thought they were going to win that game. I was not concerned. Were you scared, Vivek? A little bit when Danny Green threw the ball away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you have like a bit of a revisionist brain, you know? 
There was That's definitely possible. like very beers during the game. Like it wasn't a completely smooth sailing game. Oh, when Clay Thompson was doing that stuff uh, in the third quarter before he got hurt, yeah, that was that was a little bit terrifying. I'm gonna ro- scroll back and see if I can find a picture from the night that it happened. Uh, oh yeah, no, I look pretty on this Instagram picture. I look pretty scared. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so maybe you're right. Uh, Vivek, how are you going to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the win? I think a rewatch is necessary. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, living through all those moments again. Um, might even watch, you know, some of those videos that are available on YouTube of, like, you know, those 20-minute docs or whatever it is of the finals um, and sort of reliving those moments. Other than that, I might go Halloween mode. I've got a Kyle Lowry jersey and I've got the backwards hat and I've got, uh, you know, the uh, fake ring. So, uh, yeah, just my walk around is Kyle Lowry all day. Halloween mode. <laughs> I mean, I could do that too. I have the Lowry jersey. I have the uh, the ring. I, I also might play some sort of like dollhouse with my two Fred Van Vliet bobbleheads. Um, one of which oh is just God. Fred. The other one is him with the, with the, with the, with the trophy. So that, that, I mean, that doesn't necessarily have to be an anniversary thing. That could just be any day, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm probably gonna, yeah, maybe a rewatch of game six, all the post game stuff. I might do exactly what I did at the end of the night. Last, like just like retrace my steps where, I got home, watched post-game stuff for like three or four hours until like 6 a.m. And in the middle, I ordered some McDonald's and then I hugged my Uber Eats driver. In the, in the, I guess I can't hug an Uber Eats driver right now. Yeah, no. God damn. <laughs> that'd, be, uh, that'd be nice though. Um, I also will probably on this podcast finish my dramatic reading of We the Champs that day uh, to do the finals just so everyone has that uh, after two months of not doing it because it's a lot of freaking work. Um, But yeah, I'm excited now. I'm ready for this anniversary. Um, We'll move on to the next question in just a second. But first, I want to tell people about Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar you're ever going to try. They're wonderful. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors and more coming every day. I actually think they're up to 18 flavors now with a brand new cookie dough flavor is one of them. And I can't wait to get that bad boy in my next shipment. Eight chocolate nut flavors, eight chocolate nut free flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health conscious person. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. You get the peanut butter brownie, for example, with 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams of net carbs. The mint brownie, which is so, so good, 15 grams of protein, 110 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. And they also have a bunch of new flavors, limited release flavors, including pineapple upside down cake, blueberry lemon. Uh, I think they have a coconut pecan pie as well and you can order a limited release box at builtbar.com as well go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on get your ten dollars off your first order and right now all week long there's an additional five dollars off all orders as well so you're getting 15 bucks off and it works out i ordered a box yesterday and it works out to about two bucks a bar just over two bucks a bar shipping's free use promo code locked on at ten dollars for ten dollars off at builtbar.com that is promo code locked on this is jake from locked on Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. 
but there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring, but for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, guys, let's continue on. Next question here. This one comes from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, He asks, whenever things get back to normal, which Raptor is most likely to bring back the summer charity games that Vince Carter used to do? I don't really remember these. Katie, do you have any recollection of Vince Carter charity games? And if not, or if you do, either way, who on the Raptors do you think should bring some charity games to uh, Toronto? I don't think I do. Mm. Um, I was pretty young. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what's kind of nice is that there isn't really a standout, meaning that most of the roster could do that considering most all of them, if not all of them are involved with like their own independent, like charity work Mm -hmm. or work through uh, the team uh, in their charity work. But I don't know, maybe like Powell for like a kid's thing. (laughs) He, I don't know. He does such like such nice, like heartfelt, like really like personally excited things with kids, you know, Mm -hmm. same with Van Bleet, Lowry too. This is what I mean. It's like, uh, it's a, any of them they're all very charitable souls i like the idea yeah. of like uh like serge Ibaka and marcus all putting on a dual one where they teach the spanish offense uh <laughs> sergio scariolo's there with them to help them run it um vivek do you have any thoughts um i i remember a little bit of the vince charity games and they were super fun just because vince would go all out and put on a show and do you know his crazy dunks uh and it was honestly just people throwing alley-oop after alley-oop to see what what he could come up with time after time. So um, I don't know that there's time for charity games in the sense that they're so busy with their, you know, their Rico Hines runs. And then, you know, you've got guys like Siakam and Ibaka going away for, uh, you know, the Giants of Africa and doing their thing with Masai. So uh, I was thinking maybe it would be cool – if the Rico Hines run came to Toronto, just because it's kind of become a part of the Raptors culture where it's like all these guys go and develop and play against the best guys and put on a show. And um, we, from what we've seen, the Raptors seem to always play together uh, as a team in those runs. So I think it'd be really fun if Rico Hines did a run in Toronto. And I think a lot of people would turn up for that. It's pretty surprising to me that Rico Hines is an assistant for the Kings and not the Raptors. <laughs> and also surprising that there have been like interviews and podcasts where he's just talking about Raptors guys, like that, and it's not ta- considered tampering at all. That's pretty cool. Um, go read Blake's thing about Paul Watson, by the way. It's pretty great. Um, uh, yeah. Any last charity games? I also I, yeah. wrote something great about Paul Watson. Oh yes, you did. Back uh, just the Blakes of the coming. world. 
I'm Blake's just talking really some good recent too. posts. Yours was <laughs> lovely, Katie. All your stuff is great. Go read Basketball Feelings. Go read Self Isolation Watch. And I gotta read uh, that one done. about Paul. I miss. Oh, I miss Paul. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I'm like oddly sad about the 905 season. Just like never getting a conclusion. They were really fun it at is the sad. end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for I believe their last home game doing my uh, Raptors.com gig. It's uh, mm. a bummer. They were fun. They were like about to make the playoffs, and Paul Watson was killing it, and O'Shea Brissett was figuring it out. Oh, I'm spiraling, getting sad now. This is great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let's go to the next question here. Uh, bu- 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 sorry, before we go to that, did either of you ever go to any like camps that the Raptors would put on, or anyone with the Raptors put? Like, I, I, I'm trying to recall. Did that? That was a thing, right? As a child, did I? Yeah. Like day camps or like basketball. I'm I'm thinking of Joey Devine uh, from Round Ball Rock and his wonderful uh, Tim Hardaway camp story. <laughs> Which, what award did he listened, get? It? Who? Joey. Uh, something. He was like, like the this, worst player. Or like scrappiest camper or something gave like him that. Award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and Tim Hardaway wiped mustard on his shirt. We're just like giving away another podcast right now. We don't have to do that. But go listen to Round Ball Rock. Katie and I were on it earlier this week. Um, but like Vivek, dude, did you go to any like Raptors camps or anything like that? No. Um, no? I came. I came here in 2002 and. It was pretty much, you know, focusing in on university and whatnot. Right. I uh, I played in this thing called Raptor Ball, which I thought was going to involve the Raptors a little bit more often. It was like this like beginner basketball league thing in Oshawa that I played in. And ended up, like, just for reference, I'm not a good basketball player. Um, <laughs> you know, I know I'm the defending and undisputed blogger champion of the Raptors Republic Tournament, but... Um, that's because I brought in ringers, not because I'm any good, but at this camp, which I thought was going to be like a high-ish level camp for kids who were very good at basketball. I was like so far and away the best player at this camp because it was like beginner, beginner. <laughs> and like, I was just like, I felt like LeBron James out there destroying little other eight-year-olds because they had like never seen a ball before. And I thought a Raptor player was going to be involved in it. I think they were promised that. It was called Raptor Ball. It seemed like there was an affiliation. And it just there were no Raptors who ever came. We just played sad basketball with people who weren't good at basketball for, for five weeks. But uh, <laughs> that's besides the point. <laughs> we're going to continue on in just one second. But first, I want to tell people about Blinkist which is one of the best apps you could possibly download to your phone to make your life more enriched. It's really, really hard to sit down and read and learn more. You don't have free time, especially right now. Yeah, you're at home, but you do not have a lot of time. You got to, you know, to homeschool your kids. You got to cook. You got to jump on Zoom calls with family members you haven't talked to in six months. There's an incredible app that solves that problem, though, and I highly recommend it. It is called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways that need to know info from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to around all the crazy stuff you got to do while you're stuck at home. Successful people like business leaders are well-known for how many books they read. Blinkist is made for busy people like you, who want to get the main points of a book quickly so you can start using that info right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help business and health to history books. Blinkist has the latest titles and bestsellers, as well as the classic, classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read but never had time to. 
And it's great. Maybe you have a long reading list that you want to get to and stuff that you're super interested that's not nonfiction. You want to read a, a, a novel or something like that, but you still want to get that info from those nonfiction books. Blinkist helps you do that. You can have your cake and eat it too. Popular books include Upheaval, Turning Points for Nations in Crisis by Jared Diamond, or on the sports side of things, you got Tiger Woods by Jeff Benedict or The Sports Gene by David Epstein. And right now with Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books all the books you want for one low price right now for a limited time. Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash NBA and try it for free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash NBA to start your free seven-day trial and you're going to save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, let's continue on. Next question here comes from, oh no, I lost the page with all the questions on it. What am I doing here? I got to stop clicking away at notifications. I'm really bad at that. Um, Next question here comes from uh, Ty Windish. He asks, apologies if it's been covered ad nauseum already, but how many jersey numbers are you on board with retiring from last year's team? Lowry has to be a lock, but who else deserves the honor? Uh, Vivek, I'll start with you on this one. Is there anyone beyond Kyle who should have their jersey retired? As of this moment, I don't think so. Um, I think Kawhi is the one that people like to debate, but I think longevity matters when it comes to having a jersey go up, and so that's why I wouldn't want his to go up. Uh, I would like to think that in time, Pascal and Fred will have established uh, enough of – you know, body of work for their numbers to go up. And so those would be the two that I would say are most likely in the future to have it go up. And hopefully the same way that Lowry and DeRozan maybe go up one day together, we can see Pascal and Fred go up together as well. Uh, Besides that, I think Ibaka has opened up a window for himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, If if he re-signs and can sort of maybe finish in Toronto and establish a legacy here for himself, I think he has an outside shot. Uh, but yeah, I, outside of that, I can't really think of anyone just cause I don't think Gasol is going to have enough time, uh, on his ends to really have an impact here. And beyond that, yeah, I, I can't really think of anyone. Katie, any suggestions from you? Mm-hmm. No, I, I feel the exact same way as Vivek, but I, like, I don't know if this is a hot, a hot take, but <laughs> I kind of like, don't. Not that I disagree with Jersey retirement, but I, it doesn't, I don't know. I don't really care about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it really, it's nice to see them up there, but practically, practically speaking, are you going to run out of numbers <laughs> at some point? <laughs> if you have ever watched the Montreal Canadiens, they all have a bunch of wacky ass numbers because all of the good ones are retired from like the 1940s. <laughs> it's True. Like everyone on the team is number 64 or some shit like that. Um, I don't disagree with that. But I guess like, so yeah, sincerely, no. Sincerely, only Lowry. And I think like Lowry's absolutely, 
deserving of it. Um, I don't like, yeah, I, I'd like to think like potentially Powell, um, Van Vliet, Siakam, like if, if those guys stay with the team, if they can all stay with the team, I'm not sure they can. Mm-hmm. Um, then like going by traditional, like Jersey retiring qual- qualifications, I guess they would have it. But to me, it doesn't necessarily denote, I guess maybe I'm more in the statue camp. Yeah. Jersey <laughs> retiring, I think is silly. I, I, I agree. Cause I like, I think the best way to honor a dude is to wear his number. Like, Mm-hmm. maybe it's weird that a bunch of players wear number 23 and they're not as good as Michael Jordan, but I think it's fine and cool. And I think like the only times it works or like makes sense is like if somebody unfortunately like dies and then maybe then you retire it as like a, a, mm-hmm. a, a nod to them. But um, I agree. Like even Lowry, I think you should just honor number seven and if future people want to wear seven go nuts, but like the number will still be hanging there. You can honor it and not retire it. And then I really wish they would dive into like retiring photos, like banners with snapshots on them. So like a photo <laughs> of Serge Ibaka in the pose after hitting that three on Ben Simmons. Just, you just raise that, that just, up. That's just like displaying the pictures though. Like you yeah. wouldn't want people to not use them. What do you mean? It's like, like you're you're like retire this photo. No, no one can use I, no, it. No, just like, like honor them. Honor the photos. <laughs> you know? yeah, this is off Getty forever. <laughs> They'd have to be pretty big. I don't know to like hang in there. I love that idea, but they would have hmm. to be gigantic. Yeah, like if I'm picking photos from last year that you retire, it's Serge, it's Jordan Lloyd, uh, who maybe they should retire his number just because of his role in the photo um they should retire his suit they should lift that suit to the rafters yeah yeah just, <laughs> just, just an empty suit hanging yeah. from the ceiling lift, let's lift objects i love objects i love like magical objects i have like too many things like this in my home but i feel mm-hmm. like if you could bring that and apply it to basketball and like retire people's like precious objects and lift those to the rafters oh. i would like it a lot more when it, oh, they, yeah, they should retire the the string that was on Demar's hand. Just have it. Yeah, the oven dangling. mitt. Yeah, the oven um, mitt. Whenever <laughs> the raptor, whenever the, the raptor what? retires. Tars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the scarf corner up there. Uh, <laughs> um, whenever the raptor retires, they should just hang the suit from. That's the... terrifying. <laughs> He's not going to be in it. Yeah, but it won't. No one will know. Like kids won't know. <laughs> Uh, they should put stripes up there in it um, just as punishment. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think like earnestly, I think Lowry's the only one for sure. I don't think they should retire Kawhi's number. Probably not even honor it. I mean, maybe, but uh, I don't think for a while. And then, I mean, Ibaka's like a top 10 Raptor of all time at this point. I think whenever I do my ranking every Raptor update, he's going to be there. So that's a, that's a, that I think he's, if he stays around, I think for sure he'll, he'll get up there at some point, but uh, even if not, he was awesome last year and he's super fun. And so if you're not going to do the Jersey, maybe a a picture of him in a chef's hat or something like that. Um, (laughs) We're going to break this here because we have a lot more mailbag questions that came in. So we are going to uh, make this two parter. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. We'll come back again on Friday 
to answer more of your listener questions. Thanks to everyone who sent them in that we got to today. And if we did not, we will try to get to it on the Friday podcast. Um, Vivek, Katie, anything that people should know about they should read between now and the next time they hear your voices tomorrow? Vivek? You plugged. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Vivek. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. Go ahead, Katie. What were you no, gonna... I was just going to say Sean already plugged me, so I'm fine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I feel like I already plugged this, but uh, I interviewed Penny Alexiak, so that story might be up Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, uh, over the weekend or Monday, who knows? But, yeah, that's the one thing you can look forward to from me. And besides that, you can follow me on Twitter at Vivek M. Jacob. Find Big V on a tennis court near you, just traveling around, serving up heaters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Katie, anything that people should know about? No. I mean, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. There's the basketball feelings, feelings draft, which is ongoing. Um, there's wonderful podcasts like Dishes and Dimes, uh, basketball, um, there's NBA self-isolation watch still going strong. Uh, and then if you haven't read it yet, I mean, I hope all the Raptors people have read it, but, um, my new series, which is called your none. And the last one was on the Toronto Raptors. Go yeah, read awesome. year none. It kicks so much ass. Uh, Katie, I have a question. Yeah. Um, so NBA self isolation watch. Yes. Does that continue when the season resumes? Because technically, they will still be isolating. Yeah, that's a good question. And it is something I thought of, but mostly I thought of it in terms of the lull from like, when does NBA uh, summer vacation watch start? Mm. If it does even this season. But that's a good point. If only because of picturing what guys might be doing if they're at Disney World. In which case, <laughs> I don't think... I don't think it would be responsible of me to stop uh, NBA self-isolation watch. I'm, now that you've said it, I'm pretty intrigued by uh, <laughs> NBA fall vacation watch. Uh, just like people it going for drives to Maine to summer look at the vacation leaves. watch <laughs> because it would technically be their one month of summer, whatever. But mm-hmm. well. We have all that to look we'll forward to. We'll cross that bridge. I'm sure. yeah. well, there's a bridge we'll get to at some point. Uh, you can find me at Woodley Sean. Uh, basketball has a new episode up, which is a lot of fun with Katie and I, so go check that out. And we'll be back again on Friday with another episode of Locked On Raptors. Thank you to Built Bar for sponsoring the podcast. And now tell your smart device to go and play Locked On Maple Leafs. There you go. Have a good one, everybody. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.